welcome back everyone. Another day, another vlog. Good to have you back wherever you are from the over from the podcast or Facebook or the website or YouTube. Uh, much appreciated having you back. Uh, if you haven't visited the channel before, this is a daily news reviews, tech and all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, try and keep you up to date with what's happening on the world and around the world and tech, cameras and all that stuff. So welcome. Much appreciated. If you haven't subscribed, have a consideration of that. That'll be much appreciated. Look, uh, back at work, first day of the swing. A uh, few regulars, you know it's always my busiest day. Come in, chaos ensues. Got to get back into the routine. You've had a week off, two weeks on, and then a week off. You need to come back, mentally absorb the fact that you're back here, get into that. 13-hour program again, so and that's an early, super, the super earliest morning of the whole swing, up at uh, 20 to 4, and then don't finish till 5.30, quarter to 6. So it's a long day, but we get through it. But a good day for tech news. So we've got a fair bit to discuss. Uh, some Xbox, some Loom Cube stuff, some Apple One M1 stuff, iPhone 13, and a new camera from Sony. And some Oppo is making some glasses. So there's a fair bit to want to get through. Um, if you haven't already seen, the new photo or new, new video is up on Friday. It's set up as a premiere. So if you are subscribed, you've got that bell uh, selected. What that'll do is let you set a reminder, which I think is a fantastic part of YouTube. It makes it really good, I reckon. It uh, seems to just let you not have to worry about when something good you want to watch comes up. It's one of their better things. Uh, not like that player where you accidentally click on it and it opens up a little video and then you've got to close the player. It's, I don't like that. I don't even know how you can't even remove it. So, But this, that one's a good one that's set reminder. So, And the benefit of it is if you, if you go to a channel, any channel, not only just mine, um, and there's something you really want to watch of theirs that they're about to release, if they've set it up the right way as a premiere, then it's great. You can just click it, bang, and then if you've got your notification set, it'll basically send you a notification on your phone so you can sort of prep about it. You don't have to sort of randomly worry about it too much. So really good feature. And yeah, hope to, if you are keen and you're a regular, come along and have a chat. I'll be chatting to you. I'll be here in my, my, my little room, <laughs> my little life room. And um, we can, yeah, anything, I'm, anything you want to know about me or me photography or baseball or mechanics or mining happy to try and help you out as much as i possibly can so friday 8 30 i think it is so check it out and don't forget merch is still on saga that tent there should be a 10 percent code down below for teespring uh order some merch get yourself a print uh all that obviously helps me fund the channel to get some new stuff and uh very hopefully very close will be a good christmas for me i've Saved me money, got me money saved from selling some old gear that I hadn't used or not using or was using, but I had to take a risk on. Um, and we might have a new camera. I'm looking at a Canon RP to just get in that full frame mode, and I can use that 18 to 35 directly on it with the adapter. So fingers crossed, it uh, we get there. So hopefully, there's two I'm keeping my eye on that are right price. Um, see how we go, and then you, who knows what else. Um, other than that. It, uh, yeah, another day. It's a little bit overcast. Fingers crossed we get some rain this swing for the shift change walk. Hopefully I want to get a few days of rain. 
So I can get out and show you some of the beautiful colours in the Pilbara. Once that rain hits that rock. Uh, you've all seen the rock in summer and over winter or dry season for us. Uh, and then once that uh, water hits that rock, it's just an epiphany of colours uh, that you will definitely enjoy. If you haven't looked at some of my old photos, uh, when I found, I think the first found a canyon in the Hidden Canyon, go check out that one. Some amazing, some of the best photos I've ever taken. Uh, when it was wet and I have so many spots I can go to now to uh, utilize that uh, that color change I'd like to think of it as um, so yeah stay with us and check it out radio Xbox first of all uh, big news on the Xbox scene there's a meme floating around uh, where Xboxes were had smoke pouring out of them well, it's been debunked straight away, so if you have seen it and you're not sure, going, oh my God, not the Xbox, it's, we've got an R5 incident. It's not an R5 incident. Uh, the meme was basically set up and guys were vaping and then blowing, in, blowing it in the inlet down the bottom off screen and then it was pumping, obviously pumping the smoke using the fan ventilation out through the top. It did look really cool. Uh, obviously, if you at first glance, you went, oh my God, I've just got this woman $1,000 friggin' Xbox and it's catching fire what are we going to do i'm gonna buy on that i'm gonna go buy playstation it uh so yeah a bit of fun and it's obviously some people take it a little bit serious and going a bit oh my god uh but yeah debunked it was someone vaping and blowing blowing mole smoke into the hole so look if you're gaming you're probably going to be smoking so yeah look <laughs> uh, all, all the best for you uh pretty cool and it was a great meme obviously because it's worked they've got a ton of hits it's gone viral so very very cool now, Loom Cube's come out with a new light, uh, a light pole, I guess you call it, uh, something different. Basically, it's like, I guess it's sort of like a tripod, but it's not a tripod. Uh, more like a, I guess, like a monopod. So if you're used to monopods with your cameras, so it's an aluminium build. It's basically a little cylinder, super, super light. I'll just get some stats for you. Um, it goes six foot, extends out to, so it's telescoping uh, rod. Uh, it goes out to six feet. It's a twist locked design, so that's pretty cool. Uh, adjustable height, so you can obviously twist it to lock it at whatever height. So it's infinite adjustability for your height, for your light. 14 inches collapse, so like it's pretty good. It's about that, that big, so definitely easily fit down the side of your uh, camera bag. Um, six pound, it'll take up to six pound weights. I think he, on the video he did say it takes like 10 pounds, but on the actual specs on their side it says six pounds which is still too bad, three kilos, easily carry a small mirrorless camera if you needed to use it as a backup film camera, uh, tripod instead of, instead of taking another tripod, you could just easily whack this one in super light uh, and whack your camera on that you're filming with, say an M50, get that while you're filming and doing your big shots over on your proper tripod. So I thought that was actually pretty good in that regards. Is alloy um, and weighs 1.25 pounds. So that's probably about a, or a little bit over half a kilo. So as I said, super, super light. 180 degree tilt head. So it's not a full ball head, which I thought probably would have been a little bit better to put a ball head. Obviously, for whatever reason, they've turned just a, a 180 degree. So you can sort of fold it forwards and backs, but you can't sort of get that rotation. Um, and obviously good for boom, as I said, you can use it for booms. You could probably stick your, with an adapter mount, a few adapters, and stick your microphone on there and your, and your Rode mics. Uh, 
micro wireless goes and put them on and use it for a little boom mic. It's got a few little options to it. Um, it's a little bit pricier than for, alum, for some of the aluminium. Um, got a little base. The base is basically a push button down the bottom and a little tripod, but it's probably only, say, oh, I don't know, 10 inches of tripod. So that's what I said. It's sort of more to like a little, I guess like a monopod in that regards. 112 US dollars, so that's going to be around 150, 160 to 170 Australian. So yeah, it's sort of a, I'm not sure. It's, I've got to have a look at some monopods and just see what their prices are. You could probably get a nice monopod from a uh, three-legged thing or Siri or someone like that who do some great stuff. And it might be a similar sort of ballpark and still adapt or yeah it's got the standard uh, threaded insert on there which is spring-loaded which I thought was actually pretty intelligent so where you screw it down uh, instead of just going to a flat flat subject so you get to screw it on and get the pressure it's got a spring-loaded base where the uh, the bolt that comes through stays stationary and the outer comes up so basically once you get it close it sort of self I guess self tightens so it's actually really really stable on it that was a pretty ingenious sort of an idea I thought but it is out there uh, if you've got some loom cubes or you're looking for something really super portable and you want to cut back on that double tripod action, uh, definitely go check this out. Could be a good little option for you. Apple M1. Well, the testing and stuff's come out. I did caught up with, watched a little bit of Sarah Dietschy, uh Rhymes with Peachy. Uh, she normally does a pretty good review. She runs on Windows. She does Windows and Apple programs. She used a bit of both. Uh, she's not shy on anything. She's pretty, uh, very intelligent and very switched on in that regards on, on her tech and stuff. And I don't mind her reviews at all. Go check her out. Now she had the Air, Mac Air uh, with the M1 chip in it. And she did some real live testing. So she did some screenshots of running with different programs and how it affected it. And as like, I've, I knew we all sort of expected it. It's not something out of the blue, like, oh my God, what's going on, I'm not gonna buy it. But obviously that Rosetta link to some programs does give you a little bit of a delay in there. So there is some issues. They're obviously 2021 that Apple's gonna, those third parties gonna work with Apple and speed things up back to normal. Um, what was interesting, photo-wise, Lightroom and stuff worked really, really well. No, no real discernible difference, she said. Um, and you could see it sort of moving pretty functionally. And but when you got to Premiere Pro, uh, definitely struggle with some four, heavy 4K footage. Uh, definitely an issue uh, with that. If she went and she also went over to DaVinci, and DaVinci was better than Premiere Pro, but still had some stalling and some sluggishness to it. So, but having said that, when she went to Final Cut Pro, Apple native, and they obviously already have adapted it to suit the M1 chip. Uh, boom, just it flew through it and 4K footage, heavy duty 4K footage on Final Cut Pro just worked like a treat, like a normal Intel chip, I guess, would. So uh, the only other one was Google Chrome, using Chrome browser. There were some issues, had to install the Rosetta to run it. It did cause some delays. So obviously, look, it's it's fresh fresh meat on the, on the Barbie. Uh, you've got to... Let, it, let these developers get time to adapt to it. Apple hasn't given it all to them because then it's going to leak out the tech. Uh, so they've only probably had maybe a month or two months to get up to speed. And look, we can't expect 
these companies just to drop everything just because Apple's bringing out a new chip, I guess. So, look, uh, I think it was a good sort of first sort of reference point of where it starts. And I, and I know, only imagine that down the track, maybe give it, give it six months, that these things are going to really hit their straps and be fine-tuned and the software is going to meld and it's going to go really well. So, look, good. I think it's a good first step. And, look, I don't think it's really bad. But just be aware if you do use those heavy video programs that probably it is worthwhile just sticking with the current Intel-based one and give it a, give it four or five, maybe give it till June next year and see what it does. Now, I did, did mention to you uh, when they did come out, these weren't hardware changes. This is purely a chip, high-tech chip chucked in old bodies. And I would not be surprised if 2021 sees a whole new range of laptops with different functionality. You've got a smaller chip, smaller power. They can change the battery size. They can change the whole hardware. They can change the screen size because they're using less power. So they can obviously do some things there. I would not be surprised if in 2021, we get a full refresh of the body and everything like it should have been done probably two years ago. And I think they were probably waiting for this M1 chip to develop. Once they get that in there, then they can come out and redesign the whole thing to suit that chip and its hardware and, and what it can do and really make that system shine. So I think 2021 will be a big year for the Mac laptops and I guess even the iMac. Once they put it in there, that's gonna they can shrink that sucker down too. Should be just a pure flat screen, like a couple of mil thick, uh, definitely with, and you can mount the computer in the base, I reckon, again, and have a cooling or whatever off there. So I think big things to come with that, and that M chip is gonna is that first step, and now they can go into the hardware changes, so stay tuned on that. Um, iPhone 13, <laughs> holy crap, I've just got my iPhone 12. <laughs> And these suckers are already, Minchi Kuo is already talking about batteries in the iPhone 13. Yeah, apparently iPhone 13, already they know where one month out, and I think the Max and the Mini only last week released. Well, they're already talking about how the new batteries in the iPhone 13 are going to be smaller again than they are in the 12. Now, I have noticed this battery gets smashed. I don't use it heavily, maybe some Instagram and a bit of eBay and checking out stuff like that all day. A bit of Twitter and going in and out, so not a heavy user. Uh, if I got, I got to definitely turn the Wi-Fi off on this because it will chew the battery hard. Uh, so yeah, uh, a smaller battery. They're saying there's new tech. Uh, hopefully, it's Tesla battery tech because their battery tech is very much advanced. Uh, that'd be good if you could get an Apple Tesla combination. You get their app Tesla battery tech and combine it with Apple's uh, hardware. That would make some big difference, some big changes. But uh, possibly not, I don't think. Um, but yeah, so Minji Quo's saying going to be smaller again. That allows more room to put some other stuff in or to make the battery even keep it the same size but increase the output on the amperage on it so uh, or the longevity of, the, of how long it can go for. So should be a positive. Uh, and I guess we're, well, we, we can now work 12 months towards the next... <laughs> iPhone event. We've got 12 months of rumors to get through. <laughs> Holy hell. Um, now, Sony released a new cine camera, the FS6. Uh, we've got the A7S III, which is definitely hybrid, best video camera by far. I don't think anyone could say any different. Uh, it's by far just smashed everything out of the park. Well, they've released their little F6. Now, we had the C300 Mark II out. Now, that's tiny. 
We've got that C70 out. We've got to see a little bit more of the C70. It's just sort of starting to leak out there and or get used a bit to get a bit of reference points. This FX6 has come out. Looks really good. Variable ND filters. Got some great features. Um, and look, it's skinnier, longer than the 300, but the 300 is a thicker. It's a fat boy, the 300. And probably, I guess, they put it up. Uh, I'd watch Potato Jet on it. Go check his video on it out. I think he's a really good reference point for anything. Video camera is very switched on when it comes to video. And look, between the S, even the difference between the colors for the S3 against this F6, uh, he was saying there's a bit more prof a natural profile in there. Um, and you could see the difference. It was definitely a discernible difference up against the C300. Um, both really good cameras, obviously. If you're into video, if you've got Sony lenses, you'd probably buy the FS6. If you've got Canon lenses, you're going to go the 300 or that. But look, it's a great, looks like a fantastic camera. That variable ND system of it uh, that they've got on there looks really, really switched on. And look, you can very modular, very easy to put handles on, twist knobs, uh, camera clicking handles. It looks like a nice little camera. Six grand US though, definitely a pro, <laughs> pro camera. But look, if you are like a small filmmaker and not like a big budget boys, this could be a great little camera. Go check it out if you are interested. And then last but not least, Oppo. We know about Apple glasses uh, coming out. Oh, I can't see his now. I've got a beautiful little bocker effect <laughs> just by taking my glasses off. Um, and, well, App Oppo's come out. Uh, Unbox Therapy had a little tweet this afternoon about uh, Oppo making their own glasses. They do look pretty funky. I'll see if I can get a photo and whack it up on the thumbnail if you haven't already seen it. You probably have because that's what you've clicked on. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it looked a little funky. I haven't looked into the details, but I'll get a bit more information as I get a little bit more time and catch up. I've only got a small lunch hour or half hour. But um, yeah, and that's about it. We're back on site. We're back here, ready to go for another swing. Anyway, thanks for stopping by. I will see you all again tomorrow. Have a great night, and I'll see you soon. If you're coming this way, that way, I'll catch you tomorrow. Peace.